0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was then after this he said to his disciples let us go back to judea the disciples said to him rabbi the jews were just trying to stone you and you want to go back there jesus answered are there not twelve hours in a day if one walks during the day he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. Jesus said this, and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he's asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death, while they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died, and I am glad for you that I was not there that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, He found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here My brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live, and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this?" Martha said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as Mary heard this, she rose quickly and went to Jesus. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with Mary in the house, comforting her, saw her get up quickly and go out, they followed her presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you That if you believe you will see the glory of God so they took away the stone and Jesus raised his eyes and said father I thank you for hearing me I know that you always hear me but because of the crowd here I have said this that they may believe that you sent me and when Jesus had said this he cried out in a loud voice Lazarus, come out!" The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seeing what Jesus had done began to believe in him the gospel of the lord praise, praise to you lord jesus christ and Jesus wept. Those three words are among some of the most very important in all of the Gospels for they describe the moment when Jesus encounters for the first time in the Gospels really the cold hard reality of death not just the death of some little girl that he didn't know was passing by or a young man being taken on his beard to his grave that he's never known before but now for the first time Jesus encounters the death of someone he loves his best friend in the whole world the person with whom he has shared rest and comfort and food and meals and to whom he has been forgiving for whatever his faults and sins were one of those people that you have a deep, deep relationship with your spirits are almost one And suddenly, this friend Lazarus is dead, and his body has been consumed by the earth in a cold, hard cave covered with a stone. Jesus trembles with emotion. His whole body shakes with the grief he feels at the injustice of this death. and Jesus weeps. We know well the tears of Jesus at that moment. All of us in our lives, sooner or later, it doesn't take very long before we too have to encounter the cold hard reality of death, death of people we love. Death sometimes comes to us as the extinguishing of a candle, gentle after a long life. Someone who's been a part of our lives for years and years and years and whom we've loved and has now reached the end, the natural end of their years, 90 or 95 or 100 years. And their death comes as a gentle puff as the flame finally goes out. And we weep even though it's a timely death, even though it's something that was necessary and in some ways a relief from the burden of years. But all that that person was for us, all of the example they gave us, all the many ways they taught us, inspired us, we have to let go of that too. And so, yes, we weep. Sometimes death is much more difficult than that. It's a kind of death that we experience as a, Malevolent parasite within the body of someone else that slowly is attacking them, moving from organ to organ and sucking the life out of them. And, and that kind of a death, when it finally happens, when that evil, that cancer, that disease finally consumes them, it's a lot harder because though we're relieved that sufferings are over it just all seems so unfair and unjust and we know well how terrible the sufferings were along the way and so again we weep. and then there are those times when death is much more like a thief in the night hiding behind the bushes ready to grasp with its tentacles the, the very life of someone who does not yet ready to die someone who is still young or still vibrant someone who we talked to just that day or that morning someone who we shared a beer with over a Gonzaga game and suddenly they're gone and it's so sudden and so inconceivable that that person who was so alive just moments ago should be taken from us now There's no words to describe the grief. We, like Jesus at Lazarus's tomb, we shake and tremble, and yes, of course, we weep the tears that express what cannot be expressed in words. And so yes, we know well the tears of Jesus as he wept at the tomb of Lazarus. And this is the great mystery that is being touched upon by this story of Jesus at Lazarus's tomb with his tears flowing from his eyes at the hard cold death of his friend. His tears and our tears are one. We not only know them and understand them from a distance but his tears and our tears His weeping and our weeping, his shaking with grief and our shaking with grief are one and the same. And this is the mystery. It is the heart of the incarnation. You know, the incarnation is not just a big word that comes to us from Greek or Latin. The Incarnation is not just a dusty dogma that's been handed on to us through the ages. It's not just a dry doctrine that we're supposed to believe. The Incarnation at its heart is God in Jesus weeping with us, sharing our grief with us, loving us, living with us, suffering with us, enduring with us, eating with us. God with us A God who has tears with us. That's the incarnation. That's the heart of our faith. That's the audacious claim of Christianity. That God who feels so deeply and loves us so deeply lives among us, walks among us, speaks to us, teaches us, and maybe most of all, weeps with us in the most difficult moments of our lives. Now that's really something. (coughs) That's really audacious. That's really the heart of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's why those three words are among the most important in all the Gospels and Jesus wept. But there is still one more thing about this weeping Jesus that we must pay attention to. In this story, Lazarus is not just someone who lived 2,000 years ago. When John retells this story, he wants the hearers, he wants us to know that Lazarus is us and we are Lazarus and that God in Jesus when we die shall weep for us because of his love for us because of his friendship with us because of his time that he has spent with us living with us eating with us, speaking with us, touching us, accompanying us through the ups and downs of life when it's finally our turn to let go of life and our bodies find themselves deep in some cold, dark, dank tomb. God will weep for us as well because of his love for us and even more. God in Jesus will call out to us as he called out to Lazarus, Lazarus, come out.